0: For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Welcome back to the Centered in the City podcast. Today is a solo episode, and we are gonna talk about one of the most foundational and fundamental lessons that I'm continuing to practice. It's something that I also see a lot in my clients, and it also happens to be connected to a theme that we are exploring within Centered in the City this month. So let's settle in, and let's get centered. We're talking about trust, people trust. The big T word. This ah, trust. I mean, the more that I've learned and sat with and explored and gotten curious with trust, the more I have learned and the more I have realized I have yet to learn what trust really is. So today I want to talk about trust, how we get to build trust, how we get to know trust, how we even just get to recognize trust. I first discovered that trust could even just be a theme of self-exploration when deepening my mindfulness and meditation practice. In Full Catastrophe Living, a book by Jon kabat Zem. He has various foundations of mindfulness principles that he incorporates into his work. And one of them is trust. And he says, an attitude of trusting yourself and your own basic wisdom and goodness is very important in in all aspects of the meditation practice. He continues, it is particularly useful in yoga. When practicing yoga, you will have to honor your feelings when your body tells you to stop or to back off in a particular stretch. If you don't listen, you might injure yourself. John mentions in a different section, in practicing mindfulness, you are practicing taking responsibility for being yourself and learning to listen and trust your own being. The more you cultivate this trust in yourself, the easier you will find it. You will trust other people more and see their basic goodness as well. So this attitude of trust came into my world here and this became a a pillar of mindfulness that I would teach in my Mindful Moment Immersion a long year mindfulness program I did years ago. And it opened my eyes to my own relationship to trust because, of course, I practice what I preach. I am always learning right alongside my students and my clients. And I recognize that trust was broken in my life in various areas. I had lacked trust within myself for a few reasons. One, being dyslexic. There was a lack of like trusting myself that I could read something correctly or spell something and growing up and being really fearful around those aspects and how others would perceive me created a deep wound that i have had to heal over the years to trust my instincts i also recognize that there's trust was lacking around my health for a really long time getting diagnosed with cancer and having that realization of this body that you have worked trying to feed it well and move it well and then have it develop cancer start to mutate on you was a very interesting relationship and learning how to rebuild trust with myself learning how to rebuild trust with my cells with my hair when it fell out with my body even having to learn how to trust life again and what I mean by that is to be so blindsided when you get A scary health diagnosis like cancer or maybe something else, and to just be in such uncertainty. And so, where do you lean into trust in those moments? And that was something I really had to build and something I continually have to work on because of these pockets of trauma and these opportunities for healing. I share this because. I want you to know that I think the journey of trusting is a journey. I don't think there's a destination. It's not a box to check. It is a continuous, conscious practice. And I love how John Kabat-Zinn's words really connect to, we need to trust ourselves and build that sense of awareness that we can with our mindfulness practice. And the more that we can build that in our trust, it also relates to how we can trust others. And others being people, our relationships, but also can just be the universe. It can be timing. It can be that our intentions will come to fruition. As I mentioned earlier, this month on Center in the City, we're exploring this energy theme of self-confidence. And a lot of the times, one of the goals that my one-on-one clients want to work on is confidence, is feeling good in their own skin, And when we typically peel back that layer, foundationally, it comes down to trusting themselves. And I think sometimes we, and I say we, just as in humans in this modern day world, are so on autopilot. We're making and taking action because of uh, this is how we think it should look or this is how. Um, I was groomed in school, or this is how my parents raised me, or this is what so- society is telling me I should look like as a late 20-year-old, mid-30-year-old, whatever it is. This is what you know the developmental stage should be. I should have a partner. I should have a home. I should have a dog and a kid or whatever it might be. So we get trapped in just, again, that autopilot sense of life unfolding that sometimes we get disconnected from trusting our own intuition and our own sense of self. And so it creates that disconnection where there then feels like a lack of confidence. It feels like we don't know then how to show up in our work meetings or if we're saying the right thing or if we are dating the right human or are we you know asking the right questions or wearing the right things like we get so caught up in this idea of looking good and wanting to be right and to fit in that we lose that sense of inner knowing that is foundational to building trust and so then we label this as lacking confidence because we think we don't know and a definition that I hear out there in the world of self-development around confidence is we gain confidence by doing you know the more that we do something the more that we facilitate the more that we give speeches the more that we give a presentation the more that we go on dates the more we get confident with it. And I think that's true, but I think there's more wisdom if we peel back some deeper layers and explore that, you know, every situation, every speech we give, every presentation we give, every date we go on is not the same. And so there's an ability of trusting ourselves that we can in the moment respond, that we know enough internally we have some wisdom and some maybe social skill insight or some technical skill to lean on but we also have this place of like inner wisdom and knowing that I think we don't harness enough you know we don't emphasize enough how important that is and That, like, yes, we get to be prepared for that presentation, for that speaking event, for that date. But it's also the sense of, like, we are capable to just show up and be by being our authentic self, by connecting to that inner place of trust that we can handle it, you know, that we can figure it out in the moment. Sometimes I think our anxieties and our fears and our thoughts and my catastrophizing thoughts of you know what could happen or what will be shake our ability to trust ourselves. I know that when I get anxious it can zap my ability to realize I'm capable right there's this sense of shaky ground of like oh well because you're dyslexic when you book your air f- flight you might actually miss something and like fuck up the whole trip right and cost you know thousands of dollars of um, of a mistake and so there's that sense of like inner anxiety that then creates that foundational distrust happening And so just recognizing where we as individuals start to pull away from that capable place inside of ourselves, that real wise, deeper knowing. And where does that get hijacked? Like, does your anxiety hijack? you from that? Do, is there a certain maybe person that you're around that you notice a shakes that sense of knowing and trust? Is it because there's a lack of experience or even a lack of of having an expander, like knowing that there's somebody out there in life who has lived that type of lifestyle or has that type of relationship or that job out there. So you know it's even possible for there to be that sense of inner trust. So just like asking yourself that question can be really insightful and offer an opportunity for where more trust can be built. One of the most foundational practices that I have done to harness more trust within myself and something I do with my clients, is really about creating that sense of reliability, that we can be reliable for ourselves, that we can lean on ourselves. And part of that shows up in how we stay committed to our word, So when we say we want to set some goals or we say we want to move our body today or we want to eat healthily or we want to go to bed early, whatever it may be, when we set those daily little micro moments or we set those bigger goals for ourselves like how we practice staying consistent, staying committed to them so that we can build that sense of reliability, like, yeah, I got your back. That can be a huge place of where we can practice building that sense of trust, like I can do what I say that I can do. And checking in with ourself, that we're not just doing it because it's, again, a box to check or something that, that should be done or something that is out there based on cultural isms. But it's more coming from a place of intrinsic motivation. Like this is meaningful to me. This is important to me. And when we can hear that inner voice of knowing, right, like what John kabat Sen was saying about being able to discern when you're in a stretch in yoga, like, does my body like this? Does this feel pleasant? Does this feel wise to continue to stay in the stretch? Or do I need to back out or maybe change angles or breathe a little bit more deeply? Listening to that inner wisdom of, does this serve me? and calling that out and then staying consistent and reliable helps us know that we can show up and then the more that we are in that practice the more that builds that stronger sense of capability which of course contributes to that feeling of confidence that we were talking about earlier and this sense of trust is like a muscle, just like we think of mindfulness as a muscle. This trust is a muscle. And when we can strengthen it, when we build that sense of reliability that I can handle X, Y, and Z, even if it's a new situation, there's this inner sense of I've, I've done this before or I know I can figure it out because I have in the past. And so we have something to lean on, which is really important as we grow and we adult and we do things for the first time and we experience things for the first time and we're challenged. So I want to also offer some journaling reflection questions or maybe you want to sit with these or walk with these But one of the things that I think can be really helpful when exploring trust is to think about a time in your life where you felt a sense of trust, where you connected to that deep place of inner knowing. Maybe that was a gut sense in a relationship when you just met a person or maybe a few months into a relationship. Maybe that was a sense of knowing if this was the right job to take even in a micro way like ordering food or making food because you trusted like that was exactly what your body wanted and needed in that moment and when you ate it you felt that like oh yes like fully nourished and satisfied feeling and just sitting with that for a moment and again trusting whatever first idea or instinct that comes to you is probably right and wise and then just notice how does trust feel in your body when you think of that experience or event that happened when you notice trust was there like how did that feel in your body for me trust feels like resting into a hammock the sense of being held and surrender and this gentle swaying sensation in the wind and my heart feels open and there's this sense of like surrender where like my hands aren't grasping their palms are open my fingers are soft my jaw is soft and so just noticing for you what does trust feel like in the body? And asking yourself, why is it important for me to build more trust? Or spend some time just even connecting to this aspect of trust. Why is this important to me? Like for me, I notice continuing to build trust helps me feel like I have more capacity. Like I can take on bigger projects I can create stretchier goals and dreams. I can even create more depth of relationships with people. So just asking yourself, why does that matter? And the last prompt I'll leave you with is where in your life specifically is calling for more trust? Where in your life is calling for more trust? Maybe it's your relationship with money, maybe it's in your career, your health, a romantic partnership, maybe it's in your spiritual connection. So just exploring. And a bonus final question here to sit with is If you could imagine creating more trust in that area or areas of your life, like what would that look like and feel like? Like What would it look like and feel like to trust money in your bank account more or to trust the relationship or your job? And just opening your heart and your mind to that possibility. And just thanking yourself, maybe placing a hand on your heart or two hands wrapped around your shoulders in this moment, and just giving yourself a hug or a moment of acknowledgement, just celebrating yourself for being curious about this topic of trust, for sticking with me as we explore trust, and for any other introspective work you do in this area of trust. I would love to hear from you. What's being awoken as we talk about this theme of trust feel free to join me on instagram and share one of your biggest takeaways you can direct message me i love connecting with listeners that way you can also um, contact me with the contact link in the show notes and if you are somebody who's interested in doing some deeper one-on-one work exploring trust I welcome you to uh, reach out for a connection call to see if coaching and working together is a fit for both of us and we can explore what enhancing trust gets to create in your life. If you found this episode useful and insightful, think of one friend you would like to send it to. Let's support each other taking these moments of pause and gain some introspective wisdom. Thank you for being here as always. Until next time, stay centered.